0: The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing, as they rejoice before you as at a harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. Hello, my friend. It it doesn't seem like a harvest time, does it? In fact, maybe you've been caught in the storm or you know those who have, or pray to God you have shelter right now. We have a taste every once in a while of what goes on in the rest of the world when people feel particularly vulnerable, and we may do ourselves. Experiencing the vulnerability of weather, of, of illness, possibly for yourself or a family member, and transmuting that into the felt sense of others without losing what we're going through, we realize the harvest of justice does come from harvesting our own sufferings and, and being with the one who lifts them all up, even now the Christ child, bearing them in a manger for us, not waiting till the time when we think about his dying and rising when in fact he has for us, but rather the whole movement of God, the completion of God's love for us from all time that is ongoing and it's becoming complete. God is whole and full, and yet in our own experience of God, God is this ongoing experience of coming among us. There can be a felt sense of divide, but I think it's really more a difference. You and I aren't God. (laughs) And sometimes it takes a while for that to get through our head, or it's altogether too obvious to us. In our loneliness or fear that we are not gods and we don't have the capacity on our own to accomplish things. But there is one who has never ever left us alone, who has walked with us in darkness even through the storm that you might hear out my window here, uh, the one that's been roaming around the mountain and causing ice and scattering snow and disturbing the poor little birds outside. And in fact, they've, I've never seen chickadees compete for food quite the way they are today. But they might have that great concern that many of us do. How do we store up for the next moment? In the moment you and I are in now, I'm inviting you and I not to have to store up or to be filled up with fear or to let darkness take us over again but to be the people who have walked in darkness. And now in Christmas time, in the light of your own faith journey, are seeing a great light, a profoundly humble light that has come to dwell among us, that is here with us. There is a light that can overcome the darkness There is no darkness that can overcome the light. There is a light that can overcome the darkness. There is no darkness that can overcome the light. We hear in John's Gospel that comes to us Christmas Day, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was in the beginning with God. All things came to be made, came came through him, and without him, nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, shines in the darkness, and darkness has not overcome it. The earlier reading from Isaiah acknowledges harvest time, and I kid about it a little bit, not seeming that way now because of snow, and yet we have the opportunity in a reflective moment like this to harvest the richness of our faith and the hunger we have along with it. We're hungry for what we're finding if we're looking right now. Not just thinking or trying to figure it out, but leaving ourselves open to the seed of life that's been planted in us. That from the very beginning was going to bring forth a light and life that is ours right now. This is precisely what Christmas is. It's the birth of God among us that we see in the major scene. And we witness in the figurations of Mary and Joseph and the shepherds that we have fun with who showed up, as we often say, stinky, but they fit in very well in a manger scene. <laughs> Maybe you and I do. Maybe this is Christmas morning or afternoon and you show up in pajamas down with your children by the tree. Or if that's not a practice anymore, I remember as little kids, we jumped in our parents' bed and woke them up for the morning. You know, and, and, and the night aromas are around us and the arising of the day is with us and we burst into the light that is not so much of the day, but of this love, this light that is given to us, that is Christmas. That is Christmas, not was, not will be, but right now the light of Christ breaking out in this moment, opening our hearts, freeing us from that which would freeze us on the cold season we're in which is more than the weather, the lower temperature, but it's our worry and our fear. We're set free from that. Christ comes and scatters that. We hear it in Jesus' teaching. Fear is useless, he says to those following. What you need is trust. And we entrust ourselves again to the Christmas story. The wonder of this God who's come among us and treasures us. As I take time with this and reflect with you I think of Greg and his family his wife and daughters and how they've assembled however they might and how they've been through this season celebrating and remembering the wonder of God's love poured out for us I mean beyond our imaginations (laughs) that we're working to imagine it and that feels like a divide but it's a difference it it, it it doesn't divide us. It's this mysterious God who comes among us and is enfleshed for us so we can begin to see that, but not hold on to that, receive that, and then to live this, this that, that isn't that, it's this. The word made flesh dwelling among us. Christmas is such a rich time, and this day, this time when You and I are reflecting here, and I remember Greg and Elizabeth and their daughters and other families, you and I are swept up in the wonder of the truth that we are one. Just the beauty that comes to us actually on Christmas Eve for evening prayer, when we hear from John's first letter, see what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called children of God, yet so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. May that now be large and loud (laughs) and also silent and encompassing. Again, lifting us up out of our worry and our fear and moving us into this new sphere of love. This sphere of love that Bob Lacks reflects on the circle of love, the sphere of wonderful love. And as we were guided in that and lifted up that this Christmas, we let go of our darkness, even as we hold that of the world, we let go of our fear because we have a God we turn it over to. And we hold with our hearts, desires, the longing of others, and pray that they might experience light, not just see or believe in it. That it might come to their dark hearts and lives and that you and I might be part of the harvest of their lives. Those who reach out to them in each our own way, right now in common prayer, you and I. And with Greg's thoughtful music and the way in which he draws us into these things, our heart then has assembled here. We've come together, but now, my sisters and brothers, we go out. So Merry Christmas to you. All the joys of the Mountain family be yours, and, the wonder of the hills and the snow that's coming down around us. May it not obscure anything for you, but bring brightness, light and happiness and peace to your life. And through you and I, may it bring life and light to the world.